Assalamu alaikum. We're very fortunate to have on Izzat today, contributor to the podcast. He joins us from, uh, well, he's actually here with me uh, live in my living room at the Gaps HQ. Um, he's from Malaysia, of course. He's just doing a short tour of the UK, visiting some of the big institutions and uh well, cycle stores that we have to offer here um, as part of a bigger project. Um, so some of those stores were things like AeroCoach, who he managed to uh, do some spying on. And in fact, and he visited the service course, Rafa, BikeFit James, all the others. And of course, he visited us. He can't he can't not visit us, right? Um, anyway, uh, without going into too much detail, Izzat is a qualified bike mechanic. He's kind of done it all, really. Uh, he races from time to time. Um, and uh, he's a guy in demand out in KL. Um, he's surrounded by bikes day to day, and uh, that's exactly why we've got someone like him on. He has a wealth of knowledge, and uh, what better way than a podcast to share it all? Anyway, over to the board. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to the Gapped Podcast. I'm very fortunate to have with me Izzat Roslin, all the way from uh, Malaysia, or you could say Australia, but we'll get into that. How you doing, bro? <laughs> I'm good, bro. Alhamdulillah. Uh, Walaikum salam. Uh, I'm good, alhamdulillah. Um, uh, UK is uh, pretty cool at the moment. Well, for me, for me at least. I know you guys would be... It's a bomb in November. <laughs> We got what, double <laughs> digits in November. That's incredible. Yeah, that's everyone. That's what everyone said. Like, um, yeah, you ride with the, these people out. Uh, we were in Peak District. Yeah, we will talk about it later. But uh, we were in Peak District uh, with the the service course crew. I um, mean, yeah, they were saying like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty warm now. I'm like, no, guys, you don't know what's warm is. <laughs> you don't know warm like I do warm. <laughs> yeah, but it's good. It's good, bro. Yeah, it's good to have you, bro. So. Um, you actually came on my radar, I don't know, six, seven, eight years ago, and it's uh, incredible that you're actually sat next to me right now. Uh, but back then, you were in Australia, um, you were just a rider, uh, things have changed now. Why don't you start your journey right at the beginning, and then uh, work your way up to where you are now here in the UK? Okay, so um, basically, before cycling was a thing for me, um, I was always into sport, um, I uh, played basketball back then, uh, but obviously because I've had uh, both my knees um, injured, um, had a meniscal tear, both of my knees. I just, you know, like I, I've only 22 at that, t- at that time, so I'm like, uh, I, I need to use my knees for a long time still to go. So I decided to pick a different sport and um, cycling, I started cycling and then um, enjoyed cycling. Um uh, enjoyed riding uh, because I was into sports, I suppose. Um, and then from cycling, I really enjoyed the the technical uh, bits of cycling, the gears, the equipments, the um, the technology behind cycling. So that then from riding and being really competitive uh, takes me into becoming a bicycle mechanic, which I took a, a bicycle mechanic course back then when I was in, in Brisbane. Yeah, so it's, that sort of where it started i suppose yeah. yeah and then were you straight into a store or were you just fixing bikes in the back of your shed um so uh yeah that's how it started basically yeah yeah uh back uh i was promoting um australia's gumtree as well uh, oh, in yeah. australia so i did promote my um my repair business on gumtree um things started coming in but at the same time i guess because in order i i personally believe that in order for you to really grow in the sport you kind of have to be the industry yeah. yeah, you kind of have to be in the game to to grow. So I, 
I'm like back then, you know, we were. I was like uh, just graduated and just got married. Um, you know, we didn't have a car, so I just basically wrote all over Brisbane and send my resumes in and see see who would take me in. Uh, and uh, alhamdulillah, like I think a year after that, um, I got accepted as a part timer in a, in one of uh, Australia's biggest uh, retailer at the moment. Uh, at that, uh, I think it is now still. It's called Ninety Nine Bikes. Yeah. So and then just yeah, just started. Um, it grew from there basically. Yeah. What was the Muslim cycling scene like in uh, Australia while you were there? On oh, nothing as huge as, as as in the UK. Yeah, it's it's um it's hard to see but another Muslim. That back then. Uh, yeah, back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, but and yeah. The scene would have been the same here as well. You know. Pro um, probably debatable, I guess. Yeah, because I think even like um just before I left, because I came back for good to Malaysia in um during when the COVID outbreak happened um like august 2020 um but yeah it's like it's it's still pretty hard to see um muslim like uh doing the sport of cycling yeah um still still pretty small i believe in in australia at least uh, yeah compared to you guys and like you like uh for example like brothers on bikes now have like a, like thousands uh yeah. members yeah but nah and God. that's not the only one like there's hmk uh there's cycle sisters as well which okay has really taken off. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, you have like Cycle Sisters. sisters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good, and, yeah. Um, I'm always seeing every other every day, other day almost on Instagram, you know, this this group is popping up here. This masjid has started a cycling group there. Okay. Uh, so it really is taking off. Um, I don't know where it'll go, but it, it does look positive. Right yeah, now. that's good. That's good. Uh, yeah, yeah. But then let's move over to us, uh, Malaysia then. Okay. Um, so now you're in a major bike retailer. Uh, the bike yes. artisan. Yes, I am. Um, yeah. You know, uh, working with the latest and greatest. How, how did you work your way into a store like that? Okay, so um, I guess I kind of worked my name um, over there in in, in Australia. Um, so uh, if you've uh, after I work, um, like I mentioned, after that um, store called Ninety Nine Bikes, um, um, I moved to a different shop called uh, Taylor Cycles uh, in Brisbane. So I'm not sure. Maybe some of you um, uh, listeners. Um, uh, heard of these uh, cycling YouTuber Cam Nichols? Oh yes, I do. Uh, yeah, 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 yes, is that? A few of yeah, so there's that. There's there's always this uh, bike bicycle mechanic that was building his Factor O two. Okay, yeah, yeah, Jay Taylor. So I, I um, I work there. <laughs> I work in that particular shop. <laughs> so so I learned a lot from him because he was like sort of one of the the best mechanics in 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 Brisbane. Yeah, everyone kind of know him for his 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 uh, his hands on the tools. Um, I learned that, um, and then I've um, joined a, a continental team as a, as a, I guess, sort of a team mechanic. Ah, that's yeah, right. yeah, a continental team over there in Australia for, um, I think, for a good two years, maybe. Was that like on top of your mechanics job? I imagine it wasn't fully. Yeah, on top, on top yeah, of yeah, my yeah. my um, day to day job as a as a uh, bicycle shop uh, mechanic. Um, yeah, I did that. So um, every time, like, uh, you go to Philippines, you got a lot of these Asian races. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're as in a team, the team car and... yeah, you're in a team car. You know, it, uh, got a puncture. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, Pretty yeah, much yeah, like yeah. what you've seen in, in the in the on the TV. Yeah, and then, and then sort of when I came back for I don't know how it it just sort of became the talk of the town, and then. Well, uh, is that in Malaysia? Or when, so? Yeah, when I came back to Malaysia, yeah, yeah, uh, COVID twenty twenty. So I don't know. Yeah, like I mentioned just now, like I, I don't know. Just for some reason, when I came back, just I became the talk of the town that this particular guy who used to work in Australia for like five years, yeah. used to work for this uh, continental team, now is coming back to Malaysia, yeah. 
and then and and alhamdulillah i was lucky you know like i when i came back to malaysia i didn't have any job lined up because you kind of had to go back they closed their permanent residency um applications so i had no means of staying came back so i got uh a, f- a few shops offered me a job um and yeah and i decided to go with the the, the bike artisans yeah Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since since what two three years now. Yeah, yeah, cl- uh, two years now. Yeah, yeah two yeah. years now. Yeah, with oh, the bike artisans. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. two years. Yeah. Just before we come back to the, I just want to hear about the the role as um, a pro conti mechanic because that's incredible. Like <laughs> the pressure must be insane when you. Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, talk us through that. How do you stay calm under pressure where you know you might have a GC rider who's going for top spot and uh, he punctures or or one of his domestics punctures. How, yeah. how, how do you stay calm in one of those situations and not fluff your lines, basically? Oh, it, could be, it could be the difference between him winning and then coming uh, out of contention. That's true, well. that's true. So, yeah, um, uh, basically, so the the first the first race that I did with them, uh, no, actually, the, the, the one of the... <coughs> the the highest races I've done with them uh, was in uh, it's called Tour of Philippines. It was a UCI two point two race. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's um um uh, it was like I believe it was like a five stage five stage racing in very hot and humid uh, Philippines. Um, and because we are because the difference like um I'm pretty sure I'm not sure how it is in UK, uh, but over there, um, continent team is not a massive budget, yeah. uh, really. And same not, same here. Well, yeah. Uh, it's relative, I guess. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in general, Australian continental riders, uh, they're not full-time riders. You know, that's not what they do full-time. Yeah. They don't get paid to ride their bikes. But, you know, things like, you know, they got paid their expenses, you know. Yeah. Um, bikes, frame sets probably given. They got to pay for their own group sets. That, that sort of stuff. Um, but, yeah, to be honest, that, that first particular race, like, um, uh, I think... Well, being a bicycle mechanic is you you're one of the hardest working people in the team <laughs> like you you're the first one to wake up to set up the bikes you know make sure they're ready uh, because obviously it starts at a different place um uh, every day um so yeah just at first thing in the morning you gotta wake up you know uh, back then like race wheels are tubular so you gotta pump up the pressure every day um in the morning um and make sure everything's okay um you gotta start you know uh pacing those um the stem notes, <laughs> stem notes and stuff. Um, so you did all those little details. Yeah, 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 yeah. As well, right? Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, being some mechanics don't. Yeah. They just uh, everyone just sort of ninety psi, or hundred psi. Everyone's running that, but but I'm more like you know, okay, this ride is this weight, so the pressure is going to be different um, uh, for each and every rider. Um, and each and every rider, you know, some some prefers you know, this kind of equipment, some prefers this kind of uh, lubrication. Um, so yeah, you just pay attention to that little thing. So yeah. How do you deal with the divas in the team then? The ones that are super picky about what they want. I, I, I imagine <laughs> many are just like, yeah, just, just set up my bike. I liked it how it was last time. Yeah. It, just, just do the same, bro. And then some will be like, nah, I want my saddle 0.2% slightly angled down. I want my saddle up 0.2 centimeters and yeah. you have people like that. So how, how did you deal with Yeah, okay. Um, I mean, I was lucky enough. We don't really have that oh, sort okay. of right. Yeah. I was lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Probably they're not like, you know, they're not like, you know, world class that you could just keep demanding. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're like world tour rider or, um, you know, like big shots in the team. Like they just, you know, 
they're just happy to be racing, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah, um, um, uh, they do like uh, we, we communicate with them. Basically, just communication. You know, just uh, the reason this is why we're, re- we're doing this, 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 this. Um, is that okay with you? Do you have a preference? Okay, so and they just just don't now. I always have like a um, Excel notes with me yeah. uh, or or printout um, to to see um, what rider prefers what running what sort of components and this and that yeah just trying to keep the everything sort of where you can look at you know so just quickly refer to oh this rider does this this rider uh prefers this kind of wheel this rider prefer this um this kind of equipment so that way you just um you're just on top of it yeah so you've been here in the uk about what seven eight days uh you're in australia for a few years yep um You've obviously been in Malaysia now for a few years as well. Yeah. What's different about the cycling scene in Malaysia that perhaps uh, is different to here? What we can learn from Malaysia and what Malaysia can learn from here potentially as well. Oh, wow, wow. Yeah, you kind of put me in the spot there. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think Malaysia is um, is a very, I guess, in infancy in infancy yeah, yeah infancy yeah. stage in terms of the, the cycling as a sport, I'd yeah. say. Yeah. Um, what is the main sport in Malaysia? Football. Okay. Yeah. Yes, same yes. as here, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But obviously, it's um, um, it's growing. Yeah. Um, I think uh, same with pretty much most countries after COVID hit. Um, yeah. It's it's an infancy stage. Um, at the moment, um, everyone um sort of trying to, I guess you start getting a bike, you just enjoy riding. Now the competitive part starts yeah, yeah. to kick in. Yeah. Um, but in terms of the the organizing committee, the the governing body, it's 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 a long way to go. Okay. Yeah, it's a long way to go. Um, there's there's not much support um, to sort of grassroots level of racing or even like professional racing. Like for example, like um, a lot of our sort of top athletes, like you know Azizul Hasni Awang, um, when he initially started his career, was not from the local sort of support he sort of had to go out of his way to get his own sponsorship to go to melbourne and races and work his way up you know um but obviously that has changed a little bit you know the governing body has sort of noticed that's a growing sport you know let's just you know fingers crossed hoping that's on a positive trajectory um but in terms of it's more of like um rather than what you guys can learn from us. We got a lot to learn from from you guys in the UK, I suppose. Yeah, in terms of um, yeah, like um, a lot of things, I suppose. Yeah, I, I don't know particularly what what you guys can learn. I don't know. Probably learning in the hot, riding in the hot weather. Yeah, oh, we're no, pretty no, no, we <laughs> we're pretty good at that. <laughs> like eighty percent humidity. <laughs> That's mental. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, I couldn't really say much. Uh, but then in uh, compared to Australia, um, it's pretty much I would say on par. On par, but Australia likes um, uh, on. I mean, with UK, um, oh, okay, pretty okay, on yeah, par. Yeah, 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 pretty on par. Um, yeah, Australia and UK are probably in terms of Olympic funding and whatnot. They're probably well. I think UK smashed them out of the water, but Australia can't be too far behind. They're always yeah. the closest rivals in many ways. Um, yeah. But at the same time, British cycling has uh, nabbed a few. Uh, Australian athletes oh yeah come for work, sure. and work on their <laughs> coaching team so yeah perhaps we have a bit more money I guess but um, in terms of like the Muslim scene here um, it's exactly the same as Malaysia in a sense where we're in its infancy um, okay okay we don't have very few people are racing for example um, we've got 
coaches coming up, but this is very new. Okay, um, I know a handful now. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you, you're on your way up as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think you've you've uh, done some coaching yeah, courses. Yeah, yeah, yeah from yeah. recycling. So, yep. Yeah, on level two now, and I know about perhaps five to ten others on that part. Oh, okay. In, okay. in fact, it's interesting. The women are ahead of the men in this game. Oh wow, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, so, about... so, so you're saying there's there's going to be more. Um, uh, Muslim women coaches? Uh, forget there will be. There are. There are games. <laughs> yeah, okay. so there's probably uh, okay. five to ten that I know of and there's very, very few men okay. have taken it up. Uh, obviously, different reasons and whatnot. Okay, um, okay. But yeah, um, that's what it looks like currently. Okay. Uh, but in terms of racing, like I said, very few. Um, yep, yep. They are the siblings who are doing really well for themselves. Uh, okay. Sana and Irfan Zaman. Um, okay. But other than that, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's something we'll see yeah. Uh, change, but in five, ten years. Okay. Um, the current crop of riders across the scene is, I would say, fairly aged, uh, 40 plus, perhaps 35 plus. Okay. Um, okay. So they're not going to make a massive scene nationally. Yep. Uh, perhaps yep. locally. We, we, we've definitely already made, uh, made ourselves, um, you know, uh, aware to those other cyclists who are in the area. They, they know. You know, there's a lot more Muslims coming in. Okay, okay. Um, but in terms of, you know, that actual nitty gritty, uh, being part of the biggest scene or something, we're still we're still on that. Yeah, outside, yeah, but, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, this is why the podcast has started as well. But because when you look at bike stores, for example, yep, uh, I know about five or six Muslim-owned bike stores. Um, oh, is it here? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Um, there's now Muslim coaches, like I mentioned. Yep, yep. Some yep. are earning their living from it. So I. I Kind of what this podcast is about is uh, widening horizons within the population. As right, well. just right, like, right. You know, there is more to than just riding your bike. Yep, uh, yep. If you want to pursue it as a mechanic, a yeah, that's right. Mechanic, yep. you, can, that's right. you can earn your bread yep. doing stuff like that. Yep. Um, if you want to coach, if you want to... Uh, I know a brother who lives out in Portugal. And what oh, wow. he does out there is he has a place. Uh, he invites not just brothers. Uh, it's open um, yep. to anyone who... Mm can rent his place, barbecue, swimming pool, the rest of it. He yep. takes them out on rides and he earns his oh, living wow. doing stuff like that. So a bit like a touring kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's out in Port- yeah, He's in the Algarve region. If anyone's interested, just get in touch <laughs> okay. now. He'd, okay. he'd love more for me to share his uh, share his uh, name and the brand. But that's exactly what this is all about, really. It's just like, there's more to cite. Like, we, we were having this discussion before. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like, there's riding your bike and... And selling bikes, for example. Yep. But in Malaysia, you were mentioning a lot, like, there is no passion to it. There's no uh, culture. 100%. And it's, yeah, and yeah. It's yeah. just uh, expanding that, really. That's right. Uh, that's right. Beyond just the Sunday ride, really. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's... that's uh, but that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 100% correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because it's 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 a funny thing with, with cycling compared to, like, other, other industry, I'd, I'd say. Like, it's... Because it's very very passion driven yes absolutely. very passion driven like if you want to i guess you know like um obviously if you if you made a living out of it that's good like um like myself but it, it's not a it's not a place for you like i want to make a lot of money that's why i want to be in the industry it's it's, it's not it's not going to be like that you know yeah. it's going to be it's very passion driven absolutely yeah you, you you love the sport um you love riding your bike and and you want people to 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 have to share the same experience kind of thing, uh, and um, yeah, and then and and building a community out of it. That's 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 really what's the 
sport kind of teaches, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I guess it goes back to where you're working now as well, the bike artisan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a boutique store out in KL, yeah. Malaysia. Um, tell us, tell us a little bit about the store, what it does. And uh, I don't know how much you can reveal. Yeah, but, okay. Uh, talk about <laughs> what you plan to do in future as well. You know what I mean? Okay. So, um, uh, um, the bike artisans uh, is basically it's like the dead center of KL. Like, um, it's not too far from the KLCC, the Twin Tower. Um, you can actually uh, walk there, but I don't know. But KL is like really humid. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. Probably be very sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 in uh, KL City Center in the CBD. Um, so our I guess our, our, we sell a lot of um, uh, bicycle brands. Um, we do like the I guess the mass produced ones are like your um, specialized, or specialized dealer, or Savelo dealer um, as well. Uh, but our bread and butter is the um, the uh, custom bikes. You know, uh, custom bikes. You've probably heard of um, something like Moots. So yeah. very, very, very high Titanium end. Yeah, very high American end uh, uh, builders. So, so you have Moots. You have your um, probably the the famous one, Bastions. Oh yes. Yeah, Australian Bastions. Brand, right? Yeah, Australian yeah. brand. Yeah, we do have um, Richard Sucks, uh, American yeah. brand. Yeah, okay. Speedwagon. You probably heard of it. Speedwagon. Speed no, also, yeah, it's also an American brand. Okay. okay. Um, we do have Dario Pegoretti. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, Italian uh, frame builder, Stelbel. Um, we do have Passoni. Yeah, Passoni. And, um, oh yeah, I forgot another uh, mainstream brand, uh, Pinarello as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are sort of a boutique uh, brands, you know, you're, you're, you're like, what's, what's uh, I don't know, I don't, what's the conversion? I don't know, like, uh, so if you buy like 70,000 70, ringgit, Bicycle, what's that divided by? Uh, what's that like a thirty thousand, fifty thousand dollar pound? Nah, I yeah. So I imagine a Mooch frame here would cost you about five, six thousand pound. Yeah, four uh, frames. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Pinarello F, is it twelve or I can't keep up? What's Dogma F nowadays. Yeah. Dogma F. Yeah, that's yeah, Probably yeah. again six, seven thousand pound just for the frame. Just for the frames, and you build it up probably. Yeah. yeah. 12, 15, 13, 15, 14, 15, yeah. Fifteen thousand. Fifteen thousand. Okay, so these yeah. are the clients you are working with. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Like, like a, like a, like a car, but two wheel. Yeah. <laughs> How is it working with such clientele? Like, um... we, we, I think the thing, the the clientele that comes to us. I don't know if it's a it's a cultural thing, like um, because ma, uh, Malaysia or Asian culture in general is very it's like a collective culture, you know. And because of that nature of collective culture, they want to stand out from the culture. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they they really like the idea of like a, a custom yes. bike where my bike does not look like any one of your bikes, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. Although the bike might not get end up being ridden but you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or or ridden the way it should be ridden you know yes. um yeah. but yeah we're, we're lucky enough in that in that sense um but obviously there's i guess the budgets can be as as small or as big as you want to go in you know sky's the limit um but yeah it's just ma- mainly just tailoring to 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 what sort of um you need um like you could you don't have to go crazy like you can just a buyer for like these 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 sort of uh, boutique frames are kind of like a 
uh, forever bike. Yeah. You know, like yeah, you yeah, build yeah. it, for example, you like a titanium frame. Fifteen grand. Yeah, you, you build it, and then that's it. Yeah, kind of yeah. like you could have it that as your last bike. Well, well, that's what yeah, everyone well. says. Yeah, <laughs> that's your last bike. But yeah, you can build it as your your forever bike, and then you don't have to go crazy with componentries. You know, probably go as high as Altegra if you want to you know, put it in. You know, just make because at the end of the day, that it's the bicycle frame. Yeah, that's right. W- defines the the right quality of the the package. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, what, which brands do you do? You, you obviously have a favorite, right? Like yeah. You like working on X Frame because I don't know the routing is nice and easy. So, what's, okay. What ones are your favorite to work with? Ah, uh, actually, right um, now nowadays, bi- bicycle brands in general are pretty good. They're not that they, they they really thought through about the 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 assembly part of things. Like back then, you know, you you do have preference, um, but nowadays, I think they. They're, they're quite okay. Yeah, they're yeah. quite okay. Although it might look ridiculous, but the the, the like for example the Cervelo S five, you know, like all these you know fancy cockpit nowadays. Um, yeah, they're not too difficult nowadays. Yeah, they kind of okay. Yeah, everyone's kind. Every bike's kind of just sort of have that similar. Yeah, yeah. Not too difficult, you know. In general, you're like if you just go do it in one go, like three four 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 hours kind of thing is that a bike build four hours yeah yeah yeah. nowadays yeah four hours is normal back then when everything's external like two hours it's done yeah (laughs) so what's your favorite shimano sram campy oof um, as a mechanic as a mechanic oh as a mechanic like say you want to build as a mechanic if you want ease of job um sram yeah yeah ease of job sram yeah just all you have to worry about is just two wires yeah i mean two hoses yeah. Yeah, yeah but in terms of functionality um yeah, I I really like the Shimano. Yeah. Yeah, like it, it's really, uh, number one, it's just easy to work on. Number two, uh, uh, spare parts are a little bit easier to come by. Um, and they're not as expensive as other brands like SRAM or Campagnolo. And then they're it pretty... Me of the Toyota, you know what I mean? What was that, sorry? Shimano reminds me of the Toyota. Yeah. <laughs> right, you know what I mean? Like you can buy the top of the range Range yeah. Rover, but you can buy the top of the range RAV4. Yeah. <laughs> Rav4 might not have the same, I don't know, uh, like uh, rating in terms of people's eyes and stuff, but in terms of capability, you can't go wrong. And then when it comes to replacing parts and stuff, you're going to get you're going to get parts easily for the Rav4. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%, yeah. I know that um, in terms of, uh, yeah, I quite like the 12-speed. The new 12-speed is really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, What are you writing? I like the uh, the the eleven speed ones, the Shimano. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Mechanical or are you electric guy? Well, here we go. Uh, <laughs> like, um, depends on the bike though. Like, um, I've got both. Okay. Um, I've got both. Um, I've uh on my I've got two bikes. One is the Obeya or Kaero. Um, rim brake bikes, mechanical shifting. Uh, the new um the current LA Sprint that I'm riding is uh electronic group set and hydraulic disc brakes. Um, because that's just uh. Um, hydraulic disc brakes. Now, yeah, you can't. You it's hard to come by mechanical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then um, they they're both okay. Like um, the attitude is nice in terms of the, the the shifting experience of it. You know, you're just pressing buttons. Uh, but in terms of how well it shifts, like movement from the chain to the next cog, it's 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 kind of similar to be honest. Yeah, like if. If you're already on 11-speed mechanical, I'll say this right now. If you're on 11-speed mechanical, don't worry about going 11-speed DI2. That's me. That's yeah, yeah. I'm the proper old-school guy. Rim, <laughs> rim brake all the way. Yeah. Uh, mechanical all the way. Whether it's t- I'm happy with 10-speed. Yeah, 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 yeah. What would you write now? What's, what's your go-to bicycle? Um, 
I, I recently purchased. Um, oh, there you go. Recently purchased. There you go. N super, plus one. Well, <laughs> super six high mod, the old school. Oh, like the, the, the classic geometry. That oh, that's bike good. remains uh, the best, oh, in my opinion, obviously. It's yeah, biased, yeah. Right. But the best bike out there in terms of just aesthetics, I suppose. Aesthetics. Yeah. How it um, works. The, how much it weighs, the geometry on that is a racing. It's a racing bike. I, no. I don't like some of the, some. Uh, I don't want to say it's junk, right? But some of the rubbish that's coming out these days is such a high head tube. Um, you know, they throw in disc brakes, and it, it can be a free four thousand pound bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's going to weigh 10, kil- 10 kilograms. And yeah, nowadays, be, yeah, 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 hundred percent. And you're sitting upright, like you've just bought a. Crap! I don't want to say to people's faces and stuff, but like, you've just spent three, four grand on an upright. Uh, it's not a racing bike, you know. Yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You've bought a couch on wheels, kind of thing. <laughs> um, you're not getting up any hills fast. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, tomorrow I'm gonna get proven wrong. Some some guy's gonna whip me on a hill, right? But, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Um, yeah, yeah. You probably see it yourself. You know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. Like, like um. Uh, uh, one of my uh, my rim brake bikes, the the Obeah Orca Aero, is on. It's like seven point three kilos. I mean, yeah. it's it's nothing crazy. Seven point three, seven point six. Yeah, and it probably costs half the price of your LA, right? Yeah, true, true. Yeah. Seven point six kilos, just running mechanical uh, shifting and everything. Um, uh, rim brakes. But I've got a friend. My colleague actually uh, works with me at the Bike Artisans. Um, he rides a ten kilo bikes. Yeah. Uh, and he's the one whipping everyone. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Like, but obviously it's it's a squat foil. It's a squat foil. Uh, but then you know he's running a di two and everything. But the the bike weighs ten kilos because of you know he just have his saddlebags, yeah. two massive water bottles, and then just running alloy rims. And you're just running your race back every day kind of thing. Just yeah, yeah. I'm at the back. <laughs> I'm at the back hanging on. <laughs> One of the reasons, oh, let's get away from that for a second. Like, yeah. one thing I really like about what you do on, uh, especially on Instagram, yeah, right, yeah, 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 is uh, you're in the scene. Uh, yeah. you're well equipped to talk about uh, cycling. Yeah. Um, very few people uh, in the, I don't want to say the Muslim cycling scene because it's it's huge. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I only know of a very small portion. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. There's very few people who can uh, talk talk the talk or who should be talking the talk right? Mm-hmm. because anyone can put their uh, mouth to a, a speaker like I am doing now and I'm, I'm probably not very qualified right but um, I like that on Instagram um, you put out advice uh, yep, yep, or reviews yep. mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. It's, it's really bite-sized and it's really uh, really useful and it's something you can read in a few minutes and you get a lot of information in that and yeah, I really yeah, love yeah, yeah. that um, but w- w- what's your What's your bigger aim? And we'll talk to uh, we we kind of touched on it while you're here. And stuff, yeah. But like, why do you, why do you do that? You don't get okay. anything from it, of course. But yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. You obviously spend a lot of time thinking about right. I'm going to put put this post out. Yeah. I'm going to talk about I don't know a new set of uh, tires, for yeah. example. Mm. What you should look for. Mm. Um, what the uses is, etc. Yeah. And you yeah. give a, f- a sound advice, which, like I said, you're in. You're working on bikes every yeah, single yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. You're in a well-placed position to yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. What's the bigger like? What, what's the aim of doing things like that? You know, right? So, uh, okay, um, and why are you on the podcast as well? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't pay you to come on. Um, you know, Just to be clear, yeah, yeah, yeah Junaid didn't pay. Pin made uh, didn't and pay I'm me to come here. About this podcast here right now, like you've obviously featured. 
uh, a few times now and inshallah you will feature again in the future you, yeah, yeah you send through uh mechanical advice yeah uh for the listeners and um yeah it's, it's like i said i'm not paying you it's something you do off your back yeah. some of them are 20 minutes long <laughs> 10 minutes 15 minutes long you're obviously spending time really thinking about it which yeah. is alhamdulillah I'm, yeah. I'm, i really appreciate it and i hope some of the listeners do as well but there's a bigger picture here and i was just wondering what if you can share what that is and why you do things like that. Okay, so um, obviously the bigger the bigger picture is back then when I was um, uh, in Australia, um, um, I've always been that that sort of person um, that ha- I haven't seen any Muslims doing this. Yeah, yeah, like back then, like um, uh, like I just a bit of, on a tangent, right? Um, uh, I did psychology. Um, Back then, no one did, you know, no one did and sort of, you know, um, have a clear mind of being a Muslim and being psychology, how that, you know, actually is a, is a good combo together, right? Yeah. Um, in terms of how it can affect the, the community. Um, so I wanted to do that. Um, I think it's just this, um, naturally, and you know, maybe how I was brought up or whatever I've been listening to or who's my circle, I suppose kind of thought me that you need to be affecting the 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 society specifically the muslim community um so i took up cycling i enjoyed cycling um but um uh i've never seen muslim doing it at at least where i was in australia right Yeah. Yeah, yeah and then um you'd be riding you know with these uh knee warmers on in the middle of summer just to cover your knees right and then be like are you not hot <laughs> right it just it sparked a conversation right i don't know it's just, just what i have to wear i'm a muslim all right oh you what you, you gotta cover your knees yeah yeah that's just our dress code all oh, right i n- never knew that a muslim and then it started a conversation and then you become that muslim cyclist that's why i put that, that name <laughs> on my name instagram, on instagram. So instagram because name i was that muslim i was that muslim cyclist, that muslim cyclist. Yeah, yeah, so yeah yeah people referred to me as that muslim cyclist because yeah. there was none in, in the community so that's why i just want to be good at it like i was i was back in australia i was like um i guess in crits i was in i'll probably hear like cat one i suppose cat one is your next you're pretty much pro uh, Cat four is ca- where Edward, everyone starts everyone starts. I guess just the one just underneath pro. Okay, fine. Yeah, two, yeah, yeah. three, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, but occasionally when when the pros are off season, you end up racing with them. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you, you you do see like you know you turn up to a crit. There's you know back then it was like Mitchelton Scott rider, a lot oh, of Sudan sweet. rider, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bora Hans go rider, just Brilliant. racing with you. You know, um, yes. it, it was nuts. Like they would be, you know, they'd be in front in a breakaway on a hit win, pulling 50k an hour, and they flip <laughs> the elbow. He just gone. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm flipping as well. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm flipping my elbow as well. But anyway, yeah. So you you because of that because you're the only Muslim, right? You really want to do well. Um, so you, 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 like I, I was training hard, uh, I was training hard, you know, I was doing well in, in the, the local criterium scene because for whatever reason, uh, because over there back then, um, like all the road racing scene was always, you know, just either before or after fasting months. So you just didn't have yeah, enough yeah. time to prepare. Um, but crits was like all year round. So that's what I sort of, uh, built my, I guess, uh, cycling, uh, yeah, yeah, on, uh, and then sort of that carries back to Malaysia, and then and then I decided to become a bicycle mechanic as well. I, it's my passion, and no Muslim was doing it, 
Um, and I wanted to do well in that because you want to be known as Muslim that does the job well because people not people are not going to say oh Islam is like this Muslim is like that you know mm-hmm. uh, Muslim does not necessarily represents Islam uh, right they're not going to say that because whatever Muslim does represents Islam because you kind of whether you like it or not you you when you're Muslim you 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 representative of this deen when right? you're the minority <laughs> <you know. laughs> when you're the minority yeah they'll pick you, out that one. Guy. That one thing, oh, yeah. Muslims are never good at their job, kind of thing, you know, <laughs> because you're the only Muslim there. Yeah. So yeah, so that's that was, I guess, the the bigger picture, I suppose. You just want to portray a, a good image of the Muslims. You know, Muslims trains hard. Muslims uh, uh, are reliable. They're reliable. Pay attention to details. You know, whenever they do their work, they really uh, put a lot of passion and commitment to the work. You know, so. That was a bigger picture, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, and that was, I guess, the whole idea of you know, like me, putting up all these posts and everything, and then being you know that Muslim cyclist, kind of, um, uh, what do you call? Made the term Muslims not a, not a bad term, I suppose. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. People just, oh, it's just Muslim. It's just another term, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Like a little bit, like you know, like. Israel startup nation, you know, when it first came up, you you, you kind of hesitant to say it, but now it's like oh, everyone says it, yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so, like, do you feel pressure though? I kind of personally, I feel pressure. You know, <laughs> okay, when, when okay. You're in a, when you're in an environment where you're the only one turned up on a crit, for example, a time yep. trial. Yeah, yeah. You, you turn up, you're the only Muslim there. Did, did you feel that pressure as well, or do you still feel that pressure? Um, a little bit, but because I think you you you're doing it not because you were too much of the the result, I suppose. Yeah, because you can't control that, right? Um, a little bit of that pressure because obviously you, you train hard and you want to see a result. Yeah. Um, but I guess you know if if Allah wills it, it, it it'll happen, I suppose. But you just turn up, um, you know, have you just put everything on the line. Every, your training's done, you know. Just make dua, Allah will make it happen, I suppose. Yeah, it just ease up everything. Yeah. So you've been in the UK what seven eight days. You've visited a service course. That's right. Uh, yeah, up north. You, yeah, you did a few rides with them, etc. Yeah, uh, you were seeing what they were doing. You've been in Rafa. You've gone to a few other stores and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. High yeah, end yeah. stores, and yeah. I, I imagine you're going to do more of that while you're here. Yeah. What's the What's the reasoning behind that? Can you Can you let us in? Okay, so the whole idea is um, there's a we're just trying to trying to see. I guess you know, like the more the more you see, it widens your horizon, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, that was that was the whole idea. We're doing it. Just want to see a different, uh, because obviously in Malaysia, um, it's very retail based. If that makes sense, you know, just okay. you know, it's just one of those things. Like you, you're trying to get bicycle out the door. Okay. Um, so you're it's it's currently how do you say it? Like a Halfords. Just you go in. They don't know much about the bike. Yeah. You just give the money. You take out a bike basically. Uh, but yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's that's kind of uh, a lot of the models are at the moment but um you know that's not kind of how the industry works you know like yeah. this it it needs to have a lot of passion being put into it um the writing into it um, a lot of culture into it um a lot of relationship into it because it's a very social thing there's yeah. um it's not like you go to a tesco or sainsbury you know um just just take and go out there's there's nothing there's you you don't even need to talk to anyone in the store right you can just go pick your stuff self-checkout you know there's a problem oh you forgot to put your stuff in the bag yeah you probably have to talk to stuff but but yeah in general you're just in and out kind of thing but cycling is different right um 
it's like uh, you're trying to understand that that culture, and uh, I believe UK has has a lot of that. Um, so hence why we, um, me and my friend, are, are here at, at the moment. Um, while we're here, so we decided to go and come and see you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you visited um, before you went to a service course. Yeah, visited uh, Mr. Disley's place, uh, the wind tunnel. Yes, 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 yes. I did, I did, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what what secrets can you let us in there? Okay, okay. So, um, so we um, uh, one of the things obviously uh, we came here was um, a, a small businesses like this, you know, like air coach, watch shop, you know, uh, watch shop. Did you go to watch shop as well? No, no, we oh, didn't. Okay. Yeah, because they they didn't mention they didn't have like you know, like a, like a shop or anything. Yeah, I yeah. think I think it's like him and his brother just literally packaging stuff. That's right. That's <laughs> right. It's probably his home or something. <laughs> You know, but yeah, it's funny because we, we turn up to uh, watch up uh, because it's like halfway, halfway through to our destination in Wilmslow, it's, which is in Droitwich. Is that how you pronounce it? Droitwich. Or, I'm not sure where it is. Yeah, it, it's, well, it's, it says D-R-O-I-T-W-I-C-H. Oh, pff, yeah, Droitwich, I suppose. Yeah, yeah that sounds like, sounds, sounds correct. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's like literally just like in one of those like a warehouse industry. area, industry area. In, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Just, just one aero coach and then the doors close. We're like, Sit open, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. we just um, um, ring the door, and then yeah, someone turned up. Um, uh, Jessica Rhodes uh, was there. Um, I think she's like, what is she? Uh, time trial champion or something? World champion? Jessica Rhodes, yeah, okay. she's the staff there. Um, and then Xavier came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, obviously we came in before we came over. We were trying to book. Uh, wind tunnel session with oh, them really yeah nice, yeah yeah, nice. yeah yeah we're trying to book a wind tunnel session with them what were you hoping to get out of that so just trying to see the whole experience how okay. they do it oh, kind of okay, thing okay, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Right. and and they're pretty okay for for, um, for us to film it you know it's fine it's good marketing you know yeah, yeah. they don't need to pay anyone else to go and market <laughs> them kind of thing you know <laughs> so just yeah if a customer comes in and want to record it it's fine you know so, because it's cool, you, 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 you're going to be doing in Silverstone, you know, wind tunnel, and then you see the process, you experience it yourself, right? Um, because all this what you see on the internet, uh, yeah, yeah. On, on GCN, on yeah. YouTube kind yeah, of yeah. thing, right? So, that was the whole idea. But obviously, it didn't, it didn't happen because they were fully booked out, the session. Um, but we just, yeah, just came in, just want to say hi. So, um, but they, um, if we let them, they say they say that if we if we let them know early, they would have you know cover up some some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, when we were there, they had, they had, they were working on a lot of uh, top secret stuff. They didn't they wouldn't let us in, um, but they did uh, sort of uh, hand us over one of the the the, the National Hill Climb Champions bike. Yeah, Andrew so yeah, 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 yeah. In the UK, I yeah, know it's it's huge here, isn't it? Um, yeah. And then I think uh, it's only huge here. No, <laughs> no, 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 no one's Yeah, yeah, it's only huge here. That's right. Yeah, and then um, uh, they actually showed us the if you uh, if you follow AeroCoach on Instagram, they just posted um, some photos of the new Aero Road handlebar. Oh, very nice. Yeah, Aero Road handlebar. So if you're a breakaway rider, yeah, that's yeah, that's what you're getting, yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's um, uh, I probably leak it out a little bit here. Uh, um, it's um, it's very narrow. Yeah, for sure, it's very narrow. And uh, very stiff. Did they give ideas of numbers you're saving? They didn't yet. They didn't yet. Yeah, just uh, just wait for that report. Um, uh, I suppose. Um, that's one good thing about AeroCoach. They just their give business model. Free, free, yeah, uh, they, 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 their business uh, ethos is, you know, like um, we want to make people go faster. Like we don't need to keep this to ourselves. 
So we just um, let the data out, right? Um, but that's in general. If you want to really know what's fast for you, then come to us. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's good marketing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, they they showed us the handlebars, like a uh, super narrow, super stiff. Like it's like um, I think it's thirty seven uh, centimeters at the bottom, thirty centimeters on top. But flare, when you, proper yeah, flare, then yeah, then. proper flare for like you know if you want a, a bit of torque to to sprint out of corners or something, or sprint for the win, um, uh, whatever you want to do, um, uh. And then when you put the shifters in, it sort of becomes like a 28 because you kind of have to, the shifters kind of have Tilt to in, tilt in a little bit because the nature of the handlebar. Yeah, yeah, 28, there you go. So you were up in the service course. I've not visited myself, but okay. I've, I've, I've always followed them on Instagram. And it's okay, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. snazzy store. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, yeah, some yeah. of the bike builds are incredible and it's probably very similar to what you were. Yeah, sort of, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> what, what kind of culture or what, what learnings were from that store that... The, the good thing about that, although it's like a very boutique-y um, bike store, obviously Wilmsdorf is a very high-end area, right? Like, um, like we were there and like, we didn't know it was a high-end area. And then we were like, uh, me and my friend, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, me and my friend, like, how the heck this Aston Martin dealership is right in the middle of Wilmsdorf? I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, no, it explains, yeah. Okay. It's, it's, a, yeah. it's quite a wealthy area. <laughs> but yeah, um, it, although they're like very boutique-y bicycle shop, but you go there, uh, you f- you don't feel like you could you feel like you could stay and um, chill there without the need of buying anything from them. Gotcha. Yeah. They're not looking at you like get out or buy something. Yeah, you know that's I mean? right. Yeah, yeah. There's because... no intimidation, which you feel in very. Uh, in fact, all bike stores. Are <laughs> that's right. That's right. I mean? that's right like, yeah. <laughs> Like you could just turn up, uh, you could just turn up, you could probably write whatever, yeah, right? You just turn up if you enjoy cycling. Um, we enjoy cycling, we're good friends, yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's just they want your the relationship first. That's that's what I that's what we've got, like, uh, from our relationship there. And then because of that relationship, it kind of made you want to get something from them, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You, you sort of kind of like feel obliged to get something from them. They build a nice rapport that That's you right. almost feel like yeah. you owe them something. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But in yeah. a good way, I guess. In yeah. a good way, yes. Yeah. Like, 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 even though, like, if you build a relationship and then it kind of, it feels like, uh, like, um, the customers kind of feel like, if I were to get a next bike, yeah, I want to get it from you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah even though it's more expensive because. Yeah the relationship that they're we gonna have. look at you know they're gonna look after you and stuff that's right, right. yeah 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 you, you you get that vibe over there like um because we we sort of followed the um them on the trip so they kind of looked after us really so like um they're pretty excited when we when we were there um uh they made sure the bikes were okay before we started our rides oh, brilliant. yeah got us coffee and breakfast before we went off um and then every time we finished like they opened the door for us you know how was the ride the hospitality was 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 great. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. Yeah, up there. So, what what are you taking away from the UK uh, and implementing in hopefully your own store, inshallah? Uh, <laughs> inshallah. Because <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. you're here, aren't you? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hashtag wash this face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I guess um, that's what's missing. Whatever whatever we experience there yeah. is like that's not something I've experienced in Malaysia. You okay. know the 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 relationship and passion. Um, sort of is is driving the, the sales and the, yeah the sales or driving the business 
yeah. you know like um in that sense you as the the retailer or as the shop um you enjoy your job a little bit more there's less of that you know numerical pressure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah you can really you can get in your head trying like to get sales yeah yeah you're yeah. just trying to build relationships that's you? right and then the customers on the other hand is you know it doesn't feel like this guy's always want to sell me bikes or yeah. always want me to buy things from him yeah, yeah, yeah. so it keeps that you know a, a bit of that c- community uh, feeling and then the, obviously the organized rides and everything and then they like the fact that people start riding from their place yeah. and finish the rides at their well, place unofficially yeah yeah unofficially oh, okay, yeah, like, yeah. it could be just other groups just yeah, organizing yeah, yeah. rides starts and finish there nice and then they can just have a chat and build a relationship yeah, you know yeah. it's, it's kind of like customers for life it's kind like of it becomes a cycling hub in a sense like that's right yeah, massive yeah. community hub yeah beyond just selling bikes that's right yeah 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 that's that's what i guess kind of like when we left there it's kind of like objective achieve kind of thing and then i guess the rest of the trip is just trying to see just how people set up their shops i suppose yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. how different shops uh, I guess decorate and 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 concepts of the shops kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I thought that just yeah, so, that was interesting. Uh, yeah. Before we uh, knock off, we uh, have a few listener questions. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm always open for that. <laughs> so, I love the listeners' questions. <laughs> I, I'm not going to mention this guy's name. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but let's spell it out. A F O O K S. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's that's one of my. Do you know uh, I've written with him. Yeah, okay. he's, he's a Malaysian. Uh, yeah, Malaysian. Uh, is friend, that a Malaysian yeah. word or something? Cause, I know it's uh, probably in his, English. His Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> just his Instagram name. I think his name is Taufik. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Taufik. Yeah, that's his name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, he he asks. Um, yeah, I'm sure you know of Hambini. Hambini, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. What do you think of his work and uh, what he does? Um, there's there's pros and cons. Obviously, he's an engineer. Yeah, I, I can't deny that all the the facts and and data that he produced. But obviously, some of them are very engineering based and not quite uh, cycling specific gotcha. related stuff. You know, um, there's a bit of a debatable. Um, but I just um. It's always a good listen just to see him from an engineering perspective. I just don't like his language. Sorry, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know how he presents his data and stuff and the language he uses. Yeah. Um, not very Muslim friendly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, um, the data, most of them are very good, like very legit. Like I remember his review on the hyper wheels, you know, it's been going on the, on the internet. Um, yeah, it's pretty legit. I, I yeah. kind of felt that too. Um, I've seen other engineering reports about it. Um, I believe um, Raul Lucia, the Lucia Technique, uh, carbon experts of based on in Melbourne, also showed some pretty uh, impressive um, engineering data. So yeah, that's that's pretty legit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think one of his um, uh, I guess big views was the the difference between steel bearings and ceramic ceramic bearings. If it actually makes sense and stuff. Um, that is quite debatable because um, whatever bearings that he was using there, like NTN bearings, yeah. you know, was built for clean environment, not built for like nitty and gritty uh, bicycle applications. It's a bit of a, you know, um, debatable stuff on that. Um, but yeah, in general, he, in general, he produced legit data. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. You mentioned the ceramic stuff because Tarek, um, okay. he's been on our podcast previously. And okay. He's, He's probably the client. He, he goes service course quite often, actually. No, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, he, he asks. Yep. Uh, he asks a few questions. Yeah. But the first one is uh, ceramic ceramic speed. Waste of money or worthy investment? Okay. So I wouldn't say worthy investment, um, <laughs> but not a total waste of money. Uh, it's one of those upgrades. Personally, I'd say 
um, if if you're really looking for the last few watts, yeah, kind of thing, yeah, um, that becomes worth it. Um, but most people buy it because it looks good. Ninety-eight <laughs> percent so, of the time. So it's about five hundred. Uh, so uh, uh, a question from myself, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you find them about five or six hundred pound for the oversized pulley wheels. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but sometimes I see them on offer for about two hundred pound. There you go. Yeah. Are you gonna like a ceramic? Uh, sorry, if your uh, Dura Ace derailleur needs switching out for some reason, it's damaged yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You're probably spending hundred, hundred fifty quid. So then, is it worth it if you're paying two hundred quid for it, or still? Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's there's a, there's a if you haven't sort of let's say because ceramic speeds. Uh, Ethos is basically just trying to make you as fast as possible, right? Yeah. So they use like super fast seal, you know, they're only allowed to use um, uh, oils rather than grease on their on their bearings and everything. It's just really focused on going fast. Uh, so the thing with like ceramic speed oversized pulley wheels, obviously they're expensive. It does make you go fast. I mean, it, it depends. If, you, if, you, if you're the type of person that can, that can feel two, three watts, then you can probably feel um, uh, if ceramics actually, ceramic speed actually d- does give you benefit. Um, but um, um, with that amount of money, if you haven't looked at other things, gotcha. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, tires. Yeah, tires. Inner tubes. Yeah, yeah. Running right. at tubeless. If, you, if, you, if, you, if you're into tubeless, um, if you haven't got like an aero helmet, aero helmets is a huge thing. Um, aero socks, you know, at um, 30 miles an hour saves you like 20 watts. You know, that's like... That's incredible. Yeah, that's like five oversized pulley wheels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and aero sock is not going to cost you like 150 quid, right? Uh, yeah, so if you if you haven't got other things, like if you look at how do I go fast? Okay, have you done this? Yeah, so if you haven't sort of tackled all the other low-hanging fruits... Yeah, yeah, yeah then I would say that's that's a waste of money. Um, but like, for for example, like myself, you want to really improve the efficiency of the drivetrain, right? Because that's the whole idea of the oversized pulley wheels. Um, the biggest saving is probably, uh, the biggest saving is getting it clean and r- running a wax chain. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just data. Whether, you know, you, you, whether you, some people have preference, like, you know, some people like oil-based loop, you know, like just pure data from a data point. Wax chain is the fastest, you know. Yeah. It, like if you run like a eleven speed Dura Ace chain, wax chain is like um, three watts efficiency. So let's say if you put in um, uh, hundred watts, hundred ninety seven watts goes to the back wheel, right? Um, uh, in order to make it more efficient, so you use that um, oversized pulley wheels, right? So that gives you you know a better efficiency. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if but then again, you can save a lot more watts. Like simple things like improving your riding position. Then you have that tilted levers in yeah tilted levers in like which is pre- pretty famous and then you know um uh, narrow handlebars lower, yeah yeah lower yeah stand. lower body position yeah 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 if just learning to ride in that low and position that's all free right like lowering the stand true that's like yeah. 30 watts easy yeah, yeah. yeah at 30 miles an hour kind of thing yeah only you're riding at 30 miles per hour bro no yeah <laughs> we're riding at three miles per hour maybe, bro. <laughs> 30 kilometers yeah, yeah. Best, you know? like 25 um, miles an hour like <laughs> racing speed right like you're talking about racing speed yeah so yeah that's like 30 30 30 watts As easy i mentioned bro no one's yeah. racing here bro <laughs> <laughs> mate you racing on the weekends <laughs> with your mates uh, oh you yeah, need yeah. To with your mates <laughs> You yeah. need to save 30 watts beating your mates over that yeah, Strava yeah, segment. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a different discussion. <laughs> uh, 
But uh, bottom bracket then, like, yeah. uh, would you get a ceramic uh, bottom bracket? Or no, the thing was... about ceramic, it comes with a huge maintenance cost. I mean, it's okay. not huge. You just got to keep on top of it because gotcha. because even ceramic speed uh, admit that the biggest drag of the system, of the, of the bearing is coming from the seal, 70% of it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, even ceramic speed admits. admits uh, uh, but um, that's the whole thing, like, because ceramic speed, um, or ceramic bearings, the reason it, it is very fast, number one, is it doesn't have too much grease in it, unlike your standard Shimano bottom brackets per se. Yeah, yeah. And then it runs a, 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 a very sort of, um, uh, almost like a full contact seal. So it, it gives a drag, whereas ceramic speeds or other ceramic bearings, um, uh, they run like a line-to-line seal. So basically there's no contact, there's no load on the bearing. So it, like by feel it's just feels amazing yeah right yeah, yeah. so if you're not one of those persons that want to keep on top of it it's probably not a worthy investment so just stick with um with the shimano yeah, yeah. standard uh bottom bracket which is what what i personally use anyway yeah. you know yeah uh, so another question again from uh tarik he's asking and this is interesting because uh you're a fan of cycling tips as am i yeah yeah yeah, and yeah. they're always bashing this but what's your <laughs> thoughts on integrated bikes and everything becoming integrated yeah so? yeah so uh yeah there's a mixed bags opinion about it i mean um i as the mechanic who's fixing this yeah thing, yeah so. yeah i mean it's gotten better um like i've mentioned earlier yeah it's a, uh, it has gotten better um for shop mechanics it's not that much of a pain uh to work on because you kind of work on it every day you're used to it but you know if you the home mechanic style oh yeah it can be can be quite uh quite tough yeah. quite tough and then um most of them needs specific tools uh, like a dedicated shop tools which is not cheap or uh worthy of buying for for um your home mechanic kind of thing um um yeah um i i I don't mind it. Um, it's it's easy for me to work on it, obviously, for being working on it every day. Um, but yeah, uh, s- most brands have kind of got it good um, in terms of how it works, how the stem interface and everything. Most brands have got it good. Um, yeah, it's, I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's just how yeah. do you, how do you see the market going forward then? Because we've seen this, we've got. Uh, disc brakes came through. Yeah. Wider tires have now become yep. a norm. Mm-hmm. Everything's becoming integrated. Everything's becoming aero. Even like yep. climbing bikes, yep. the endurance bikes, they're all yep. becoming quote unquote aero. Yeah. Um, where do you see the market? But but I, I feel there's a backlash as well, almost like specialized release the Athos, yep. which, which yep. kind of put two fingers up to everything they've been saying. For yeah, the yeah, last, yeah, 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 yeah. For the last <laughs> yeah, like ten years, aero is everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where? It's interesting because you work with the boutique brands, yeah. the small brands who yeah. are able to maneuver quicker than the bigger yeah. brands. What yeah. are they doing? What, what what are you seeing that? Okay. Oh, that that's, that might catch on, and this brand is yeah, doing yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, what so I seeing? think I think because of um, I I personally <laughs> seeing these these custom bikes, um, or I would say non racing bike is gonna is gonna pick up. Okay. Uh, because I believe people are going. In general, people go in this particular transition where they um they start riding, they ride whatever, and then they start racing. They want a fast bike, and then after that, they probably you know had enough of racing or something. They, they realize just, they're not 
yeah, yeah, the fastest yeah, yeah. guy. <laughs> let's, let's face it, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean. Or just tired of it, yeah. you know. Just yeah, just realize I'm just gonna be a, a weekend warrior kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So they're just gonna transition into buying something that um, they just want to enjoy riding, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. not having to, you know, like um, you, like break uh, your back every yeah, day, break right? your yeah. back or um, uh, share up. Uh, what do you call like um, you know, like your your brain's kind of shaking from riding these super stiff aero bikes or something. I mean, obviously, aero bikes have come a long way that yeah, they yeah, are yeah. now quite actually good. Like surprisingly, my uh, my Ale Sprint aluminum bike, aluminum bike is is more comfortable than my carbon oh, wow. or, or okay, okay aero. So it's just technology yeah. has gone a gone a long way. Um, but yeah, for sure, um, um, people are gonna start considering bikes that are not racing bikes okay. um, because obviously it does have that geometry um uh, for you personally and then um it just writes nicer because of the 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 nature of the materials being used most of them like steel stainless steel titanium yeah yeah Yeah, so just a bit more forgiving um but i think if you are into racing i think aero is still gonna um dominate um because um at most like you know like aero um like racing speeds aero is um more important than than weight and right um uh, until you go up still to a weight weenie but yeah <laughs> you're all school bro <laughs> yeah but but yeah i mean from a data perspective um uh, if you're riding at four watts per kg i guess yeah you know like competitive racing um numbers you know four watts per kg you know like aero is is huge until you pass that six percent mark yeah so yeah you're like you see nowadays like people are riding Hill, hill stages with 50 60 mil wheels yeah, nowadays yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. of how but, but how then saying that those yeah. those wheels have become super light as well you know that's I mean? right yeah that's right yeah 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 nowadays so, like aero has become quite light so yeah, you know they're getting both of that but racing wise you know carbon still is going to be um a thing because yeah. of the nature of the materials very responsive very light um but for general everyday riding you know if people that was really eager because you see the 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 rise back into like steel frames yeah, uh, i love my steel frame you don't have to <laughs> no I love it it's, yeah, it yeah, it's so nice that's right that's right yeah 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 it's so comfortable and it's just a complete... it's mind blowing isn't it you, like, can't, you can't explain it that's know? right it's just it's so like nice. steel comfortable it doesn't make sense you yeah. know so but yeah it, it, it does yeah it yeah. blew my mind as well when I first wrote it I was like wow this is very nice right yeah, yeah, yeah. but obviously it doesn't have that you know that yeah, snap nice. as, yeah. a, as a carbon fiber frame. like you, you just got yourself super six evil right yeah yeah, yeah it's just yeah it's um it's different like it's yeah. very snappy like if you want to go it goes right but if you just want to enjoy riding, yeah, that's why. Hence, you you, you see the, the 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 sort of reboom of this uh, steel frame, titanium frames. Yeah, so I guess that's just one way. Um, integration is not going to go away, I suppose. Yeah, unfortunately, but things are. I think they're working on in making that more feasible, more easier to work on. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I remember I had to work on the one of the first few integrated bikes, uh, like those Venge Vias. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my Apparently, the brakes were horrific on them. Yeah, the brakes are horrific, and even if the brakes, the brake cables are worn out, we will say it's still good. Because <laughs> it's, it's a three-hour job just to replace the, gotcha. the, 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 brake, the brake cables back then. Oh, dear. Yeah. But yeah, it, it has come a long way. It's, yeah. yeah, nowadays, it's much easier to work on um, from, from a shop mechanic perspective, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's what I see at least. Yeah, moving forward. Is it just to wrap up? Uh, final question: When you're gonna work on my bikes, bro? <laughs> oh, whenever, bro. Whenever you can send it over. <laughs> Salam alaikum. Alaikum salam, bro.